just do this intro and about five minutes of top quality banter before this. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Was I recording on the camera? I was recording on the camera. Good question. Yes, I was. Was I recording on the computer for my audio? No. No. No, I wasn't. Now, can I accost verbally the producer that I have for this show? Yes, but I'd need to do it in a mirror because it's me. You know? Can I... You know, can I be like... Like, can I be the talent? Can I just be the talent for the show? Instead of running everything? Can I talk to another human that isn't in this room? Um, so yeah, that was frustrating. <laughs> I got into a, into a story and then I was like, you know what? This isn't recording. So, uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The Pear Pod. Add another idea. Drop the the. Just pear pod. Sounds cooler. Um, so yeah, that was actually something that Jeff, my um, the guy who does our visuals, uh, recommended. Maybe just pear pod. So maybe it's just we welcome back to see welcome back to the pear pod. I think it sounds better, especially when you're introducing. So I'm going to say the pear pod. Um, but yeah, welcome back everyone. I wanted to thank you all for your support on the last episode, in the first episode of 2022. Um, did want to ask everyone to go over and follow the PearPod on Instagram. I'll put it here. Plug it again. Going to plug it early this time because I'm plugging it at the end of the episodes. And no one goes to the end of the episodes. No one goes to the beginning of the episodes. Yeah. So I'm going to have it here. Please go follow it. I put up, you know, some of the clips in this channel and also some behind the scenes, you know, whatever I can do. Um, just go, yeah, basically anything you want to know that's bear pod related, uh, will be going up on that Instagram. So go ahead and give it a follow, please. Also subscribe to the channel. If you wouldn't mind in the, the first time I tried to record this, I was like, Hey, you know, I'm not looking up enough and talking to the camera. So I'm going to say that again. I, I realized that I'm kind of looking down a lot, um, in the last episode and I'm going to look up more. Also the, uh, I want to apologize to any audio only listeners or the few the few audio only listeners that we have because honestly, this is a visual show. It's a visual show. Uh, I'm a nothing if not a performer and life is a stage. And I, 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 I see this going forward as a visual show. So I do appreciate those of you that are watching on audio. Book it over here to the Pear Party YouTube channel. It's a crazy place full of crazy people. Um, so yeah, I'll start with this again. Uh, uh, I was on a shoot today. I went for a shoot this morning um, with one of my clients and had to get an Uber out there, right? So as most of you are aware, I'm a hugely successful um, freelance videographer, which means I got a lot of gear, a lot of bells, a lot of whistles that I've gathered over the years. And um, unfortunately, uh, it's quite difficult to transport all those things. So I have a suitcase that I pack and that essentially has everything I have now, but now I have a new big light, um, which uh, basically needs a big, uh, has a huge bag, has a, a sleeve for the hood, um, and basically doesn't fit into any suitcase. It's also quite fragile, so it needs to stay in its own custom bag to keep it safe, which means Sammy's got both hands full. He's got two hands. Um, and today, man, I had to get an Uber 
down to the shoot as um as I do here in my bay because we do not have a vehicle currently. And uh man, so I went to the back of this guy's Uber, right? I I I fucking it's pissing rain, which never happens in my bay, it's raining. Your man's sitting in the front, I go to the back of the car, I'm attacking it from the rear. And uh, so I got to open the fucking boot. I get, you know, I've operated a vehicle, you know, the boot of a vehicle before. You know, you go in, you click, uh, you pull. And so I go to do that. The boot starts to open. What do you know? It's opening. And I, your man comes out like this with the force of a thousand winds behind him. Uh, like, I've, like, I, I, like I've kicked the thing in. Do you know what I mean? And um, so he grabs something. He goes, "Excuse me, I, 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 yes, I will do it. Yes, I do." And not in like a polite, not in like a "Please let allow me." More in like a "What the fuck do you think you're doing, tall man?" Um. So then, did you know? He threw my gear in the back of the boot with great gusto. You know, a lot of fragile stuff. That's how we make the Benjamins, baby. That's my bag right there. It's got all. It's, it's my life. And um. You know, if my apartment was on fire, it would be a tough decision on what I got to grab because, you know, Sammy needs his bits. But yeah, it was just like, man, what, what? like if I'm an Uber driver and some guy comes with a shitload of bags and opens the boot himself and loads it himself and I'm sitting in the front and I'm cozy, I'm comfy cozy in the front, uh, you know, I, I, I'd be like, what a fucking great guy. Five stars on Uber for a passenger. But um, what a, Julio... Uh, whoever he was, um, it was Julio. I, I got two drivers today. I can't know. I don't know if Julio is the way there or the way back. I'm not going to check now, but there was a Julio. I'm not being, you know, I won't say the word. Um, there was a Julio, but the, the, the drive on the way back was nothing but pleasant. So I don't want to get that wrong. Um, but yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? You know, I wasn't going to start the part of that, but what the fuck? Uh, you know, like, I, 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 yeah, You'd, like, would it not be worse if I was just standing at the back being like, is this boot going to open itself or should I just wait here? Because I'm not touching it, you know, I know it's weird. Um, So, yeah, you know, welcome back. What I've noticed now is it's going to be harder to come up with uh, ideas and concepts for episodes because we have uh, an episode a week. And honestly, not a lot happens in my life. Very little. Um. We just we just grind it, you know what I mean? Make some stuff happen. But I did have a few funny things that I've written down in my notepad. You know, my tablet has still not arrived. It is in Canada somewhere. Uh, I'd love for that to arrive at some point. But until then, we're going, you know, straight up uh, going old school with the, the pen, pen and pad. Um, so this is interesting, right? Uh, kind of a, a funny difference between myself and Marin. Um that was illuminated when we were watching some watching some some television this week. Uh, so we watched those of you who I don't know who will have seen this. Maybe some people have. Um, if you if you have National Geographic or Disney Plus, you may have seen a show called The Rescue on it. Now, The Rescue is a documentary. Same people that made Free Solo uh, to, to uh, an Asian guy, an Asian girl. I can't remember their names. Jimmy. I'm pretty sure is the guy. Um, they make these fucking outrageous documentaries. They're outrageous filmmakers. And they um, they made a documentary about... Well, does anyone remember in 2019, pretty sure it was, a Thai uh, football team went uh, got stuck in a cave. Basically, like, the rain season came early and they were on a tour and they got stuck in the middle of this cave. 
this cave system that stays underwater for three months of the year because of the uh, the rainstorms. And uh, basically what ends up happening is that the, the Thai Navy and Special Forces can't get at them. So they call this like unlikely bunch of heroes, which are these like amateur cave divers who do it in their like free time for fun. And they're like a couple of guys from the UK, one lad from Australia. And you're like, okay, what a, what a wholesome story, right? Gets fucking nuts. I'm not going to ruin like the, the whole thing for you, but like, I don't know how they got the footage or who was filming it, but man, when I, when I say they had to go, so to, it basically from the exit point to where the kids were, it was two and a half hours underwater against this current and you're fucking caving through this little muddy hole. And, oh, fuck. Um, if, if you're, if you're going to watch it, skip the next part until the end of like the next chapter. Um, but this bit just blew me the fuck away. Uh, anyway, they get to the kids at some point, these amateur cave divers, but these two lads in particular, both from England go out and they've, they, they're, they're families and all, and they go out and they, they start to help and they, they get to the kids. The kids have been in there for like 10 days, just drinking water. They're all like fucking half, half dead and shit. And they're all still alive, but like, they're all like so gaunt and all. And, uh, man, okay, so basically they figure out that there's no way the kids are going to be able to cave dive out and that's the only way out is to scuba dive back out. And there's a huge discussion about how the fuck to get them out there, can we pump the water out, can we keep them alive in there until, like, the water clears in, like, three months or whatever and it turns out that, that, that none of those are options. And it turns out the only thing that they, they are able to do is put the kids under general anaesthetic in the cave, put scuba gear on them and a mask and pull them out while they're under general anaesthetic, which they they pump them full of ketamine. Ketamine? Like, you know, like it's fucking electric picnic. Like it's the first night electric picnic. And it's, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm taking the piss, but like they had to put in, it was like ketamine, it was like fucking uh, Xanax, some other shit to knock them the fuck out, right? They injected into them. Not only is that fucking nuts, right? So the kids, you, you see the footage of the kids going under and then they're like, and you can hear them breathing, but they're like dead. They're just limp. And they have eight amateur divers who all have to get like one each and they fucking drag them two and a half hours out. All right, so you think that's crazy, man? Listen to this. Uh, this bit, man. So they figure out that the kids aren't going to stay under for the full two and a half hours. So at some point... At some points when they're going, you the guys are like talking about the experience. They're like, yeah, so I was dragging, dragging him along. And, um, you know, it's all going quite well. And very muddy, you know, a lot, lot of water. And then he goes, but then I started to feel him wiggle. And you're like, okay, this little child, this 10-year-old little boy has awoken from a slumber underwater in a scuba gear with a stranger not know what the fuck is going on. So you're like, <laughs> so what your man has to do, right, is you got to hit him again. Yeah, hit him again. And he, uh, he, you got in, he inject, man, people are fucking, these people, like one of the lads is a fucking, um, like they're with normal jobs, they're butchers and all. Uh, but they happen to enjoy, also enjoy cave diving and they turn out to be the only people that can do this. So they're suddenly injecting people. And so they have to hit him again. The kid goes limp again, get him back out. And you're not quite sure until you get to the end if the kid's fucking alive or not. Anyway, the reason I brought this up, I am an emotional person. Um, 
most of you imagine just from hearing that story what a, what a, what an emotional tale uh it i'm surprised I, i'd be surprised if some of you weren't brought to tears nonetheless i was brought to tears by the the visual by the storytelling and um at the end when the child the last child was brought like a almost like reborn as he comes from the water starts to come back to life in the hands and the, these ambulance people whisk him off on a fucking uh, gurney and they've saved all the kids and no, none of them are dead. They have, they find out later that the cave would have been flooded in another like two days and they would have all died anyway. And this, this thing where they were like the, the option that they'd thought was like, what if we get one out? It would be worth it to, to lose 10. It'd be worth saving the one that we could. And they saved them all. Anyway, I start, you know, sobbing on, you know, uncontrollably. Uh, very emotional. Yeah, I, lost. I, I was crying. I cry at the end of love. Actually, I cried a lot of shit. This one was justified. It was fucking beautiful. This is like an end of Marley and me shit where like, you know, who doesn't cry? And then um, anyway, Myrne, you know, you look at her. So Myrne's stone faced. Well, very nice, very nice. It's very sad. Yes, it's very sad. Very sad. So I'm looking at her like she doesn't have a soul, you know, because li this little boy who's like six, who's the mask couldn't fit over his face and they were worried if water was going to get in, he'd suffocate to death um, while his mother is praying by a tree outside. You know, that got me a touch. Call me a, call me a bitch. Anyway, so later on we finished that and we're like, we're going to watch something else and we decided to flick on the new Sex in the City. Now I've watched the show a few times, you know, I'm all for, uh, I, I'm, I'm very in touch with my feminine side. I watch Sex and City and say that, uh, they say, see why people enjoy it. There's some good writing to it, you know, a lot of fucking female shit, but there's also a lot of, you know, sexual intercourse, which I'm definitely into. So, yeah. Um, so we started watching the show, the new, the new season launched. Um, I'd heard a few, uh, rumblings about it and that you know i've heard it was all right so we gave it a watch anyway um i won't give you the back and forth one of the women you know one of them i don't know i'm not going to give you all the names the main one her, she has a husband whose name is big and uh whatever so they're all together at the end he's like semi-old and one of the they're, they're started one of the episodes she's gone out to like an event or something and your man gets on the peloton and is just going to do some cycling. Now, your man proceeds to have a very graceful death. He has a heart attack, he kind of collapses, showers running. You know, it's a fucking glorious apartment. Um, Kerry, uh, Kerry, <laughs> I don't know the names. Uh, okay, so you want Kerry comes back and lo and behold, the big fella is dead or dying on the, the bathroom floor. Now, he's managed to just stay alive long enough to almost look at her. And she, like, grabs him. They're still alive. And I'm, like, in my head, I'm going, Jesus Christ, he stayed alive so long to... It's nice they're going to have this moment before he, she dies. And, you know, he does a lot of crying in the shower and then fade to black. Now, the episode continues. I'm kind of like, oh, you know, it's like, a, it's like a, a sitcom death. You know what I mean? There's no blood and guts. There's nothing real to it. It was quite graceful. Um, and, you know, he died getting off his peloton, so, he, like, if people would see some humour in that. I look over. Moon is in floods. She is soaking her hands in tears. 
like someone's poured a bucket of water over her head. More so than I was in the rescue, and that's saying something. Now, what does it say when you don't cry at the saving the lives of tennis and children from a watery grave, but when the husband of a, of your favorite sitcom character collapses after ten minutes on the on the bike? You you can't control yourself, and life's not worth living. It's just an odd one for me. I couldn't help but notice some oddities there, but you know this is life. And um, yeah, I just found that very interesting. But I would I would highly recommend watching the rescue at some point if uh, if you if you like anything, you'll like this. It's not. I don't. I shouldn't need to sell it. The fucking what it was. It. It, t- it almost felt like at the stage, like in my head, when a couple of bits, like they film when the guy is giving the kid an injection to save his life in a tunnel with like running water and shit. And I'm almost like, dude, put the ca- like put the camera down and help this man. So like, it's it's fucking amazing that your man is like, yep, yep, hold on, hold on, can I just, holy shit, it's fucking, gotta get the ISO up, it's so dark in here. Can you turn him around? Turn the limp body towards me so I can see you inject him. Nice, 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 yeah, good, good, good. Nice record. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Okay, and we're off. Madness, madness, and I was just, I was just blown. <laughs> yeah, at some of it, like you'll watch it back and be like, stop filming and save someone's life. You know what I mean? You've been up and down these tunnels like Billyo, like you know what you're doing. Um, but it's great. It's fucking good watch, man. They they make really good documentaries. Um, those two. I'll I'll. The problem is you got to buy about fifteen fucking subscriptions to be able to watch it. You got a HBO and then you've got National Geographic, Disney Plus. It's just put it on television. Do you know what I mean? God, look at the content I supply for free every week. This, this perfection, I would almost say. Okay. So the episodes are going to be a little bit shorter because I'm doing them more often, but there is uh, a main topic of discussion today. Let me just see. How much time is on? Nineteen minutes in, and you'll know it'll be nineteen minutes in this video because we don't do any cuts, baby. Raw, raw. Okay. Um, the main topic of discussion is this. Uh, last week I made reference to. A podcast called Die of a CEO. Now, interestingly enough, a certain clip from one of those interviews has gone dummy viral. And I'd know because, you know, all I do is go viral. This podcast all it does is go viral. And um, the clip is of Molly May, who obviously won Love Island. And essentially what happened... I obviously wasn't going to make a huge reference to it. It was kind of popping off last week and I decided that it didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't relevant in last week's episode. But the the backlash from the clip of her saying that everyone has the same 24 hours is astonishing. And the reason I'm going to bring it up now or I'm going to throw my two cents in the hat is because like people, people are going to kill her. Do you know what I mean? Like, does like it's almost like people. 
or some people don't realise or remember what the fuck happened to like Caroline Flack like two years ago. Do you know what I mean? Similar sort of situation, like something happens that, especially in this case, I'm just going to use this case. So she makes a comment about everyone having the same 24 hours in the day to make shit happen. Now, the girl is fucking 21 years old, or however old she is. Her, I'm, sh- I'm absolutely certain her intention when making that comment was not to make people feel uncomfortable or disrespected. I'm sure what she was trying to instill was a sense of hope and to to give people a sense of, you know, anything is possible and no matter where you, what situation you're in, it is possible to succeed, which is true. There are countless examples of people that have had nothing that have succeeded. Unfortunately, it came off... It, it, it comes off slightly insensitive, potentially because of who she is and the way that she has come to the situation she's at now. She... It's very hard for me to say this, or say this anyway. First of all, the girl did nothing wrong. Let's just fucking clear that up straight away. What has she done wrong? What she said is is true. It may... It's like people just want things to be mad at. I just want to be fucked off at something. And like, she's trying to tell everyone or t- she's attempting to, t- on, on, on this podcast where all it is is entrepreneurs giving incredible advice. Her, what she's trying to instill in, in, the, in the brief time she's had in the business world as a fucking, like, in some people's eyes, still a child. Obviously, I'm not saying she is, but I'm just trying to give some fucking context to and so the fact that like she's five years younger than me or six years younger than me and I've would I feel definitely wouldn't feel comfortable giving any sort of input on a podcast like this so the fact that she's being ripped to shreds and people are like you know sending her death threats death threats and shit is madness is it not fucking nuts and it's it's getting to the stage now man where like one, I'm sure she's just not going to do anything public anymore because it's just getting too hard to say anything. And like, I watched the podcast. It was good. You can't tell me it's not interesting to hear the, the what, what it's like for someone of her age to be the creative director of a company. I don't care like what people say in terms of how she got the position. The reality is she still has to do the job. And this is the kind of thing people forget. Like, people don't see the day-to-day. Like, she has to still do those, like, be part of those roles. And it's still it's still a job at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? That's, that, that she's running. So whether like, or not she got it because she had a, a big following originally and Pretty Little Thing were looking to, like, they, they wanted the, the press side of her coming over. Regardless, she's still in there Monday morning having to do the work. So I don't care how she gets the job. Do you know what I mean? But... I, I just wish people could see the f- could could try and see the positive of what was trying to be said, which was, look, there's no of of course people have different have different advantages and start off different advantages and stuff like that, but at the end of the day we all start like everyone has everyone starts with the same the same twenty four hours, and um, you know there are some real truths in you know you getting up a little bit earlier. And going to bed a little bit later, so in your spare time you're able to like work towards what your dream is, and you know turn your side hustle into something that is, you know, 
it starts to make you more revenue than your actual job. That's like what I'm trying to do. Do you know what I mean? And like, unfortunately, she's in the unfortunate position, unfortunate enough that because she won Love Island, she did get, or like did so well off Love Island, she like got thrown into limelight and from that got off of this position. Like, but it's not her fault. It's just her story. And I wish people would try and find the positives and shit rather than just like ripping the bird in half because she had a, because she's trying to fucking empower some people. Do you know what I mean? To give someone some confidence. But the people have to be so careful, man. Like the Caroline Flack thing, I, I, the only reason to say that is because the first one that I really remember watching live and being like, like hearing the first bit of news and then she wasn't on like, she, she, um, like obviously we'd watch the Love Island stuff. So obviously like she's quite close to home. She was a big part of a, like the seasons that we watch, she's a huge, she's a huge character on the show. And then like suddenly it was like a huge amount of hatred towards her. And then this thing came out and then like, she's not on the show. And then, you know, and then I don't know, man, people are running around and be like, man, did you hear? Or like on Instagram, you just see like rest in peace kind of like, that could be this. Do you know what I mean? It's, I, I pray to fucking God or like whatever. I'm not trying to put that out there, but I'm, it, it's very real. People need to understand that the, these fucking hate comments or even just like trolly TikToks that people make on, um, you know, just to take the piss out of her. Uh, it probably hurts, man. Do you know what I mean? And she gets hate for a lot. So I'm just saying, it's probably tough. Do you know what I mean? I can't imagine it's very tough. And your man, like Tommy's probably getting a rip from the other side as well for the Jake Paul stuff. I've criticized him myself with some stuff, but I definitely, there is nothing in me that would ever be like, Where's Tommy fucking Fury's Instagram? Son of a fucking you little fucking prick. Or like a Molly Mays one to be like, oh, let me just, I'm just gonna send this. Who do you think you are? Twenty four hours. I have, I have eight kids, and I, I have got work to do. Do you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm tired enough. You know, twenty four hours. Fuck you. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you think when she said it, she was like, I hope this fucks off a load of people, especially the people that are struggling the most. I hope they see this and they get really mad. Do you know? It's like people get pissed off at comedians. Uh, for what they say like I mean, like it's all coming from somewhere positive whether like it's it's misguided or she she has a you know she has a lack of an understanding of what's like to be you know on the poorer side of shit and like how hard it can be to even just get you know to a base level of success or even like just a standard level of living that can be a success for some people who've come from nothing to be able to get to a place where like they can afford their like house payments and shit um, and still have a little bit left over at the end. That's a real success for some people. And yeah, so I get the people are like, oh my God, you're minimizing the struggle and stuff. And Jesus, I understand. But look, let's just, it's a business podcast and she was trying to give some nice advice to people. So let's just cool the jets. God. Now, Molly, if you'd like to come onto the podcast, yes, I'll consider it. You know, but it um yeah man i just fucking i just don't want anything fucking bad to happen and it just it seems like a lot just i i know none of our fucking squad are saying shit on her page or making her feel bad because they're too busy commenting on this commenting heat on the pods andy thank you for commenting on the last part i see you baby and uh, mark you were late but thank you for commenting it's so sad that i call out my commenters by name it's so sad thank you max thank you for comments thank you uh who else here? I can't remember anyone else who else who else commented on the last pod. But I appreciate it. Comment on the fucking podcast. What are we doing here? 
Seriously, guys, seriously. Come on. It's getting fucking outrageous. And, you know, at some point, if I wasn't, like, do you want me to lose? Do you want me to lose? Look, look, this is how I'm going to end podcasting because it's at the angle. Oh, it's at, um, it's a good angle for the face, for the, uh, the little pop cover. That that guy one got one time commented that I need to have a pop guard. I never commented again. If you're still watching, please comment because I still use that because of your comment. But I digress. So no other major bits this week. I don't think I'm craving another tattoo. I'm craving it. I want to do my back. I want to do a big fucking back piece, just like a fucking skull and flames. You know, rock flag illegal. You know, I, I one day I'll end up doing it just an It's Always Sunny Appreciation Pod because I started watching a few episodes and I was back at home and it's just fucking funny. It's just funny. And there's so many little golden clips. I guess that's going to be it. I'm not going to ramble on too long. Going to try and keep it, you know, got to keep it fresh and sexy. You know, going to keep it sexy as I promised. Um, I would ask, I see like... This is, this is the part of the podcast where I'd say, hey, would you mind subscribing to the channel? Would you mind subscribing to the channel, please? If you would do that, if you would, go over to the pair pod and leave a comment, leave a like. Let me know you've been there. I'd appreciate that too. Sorry there, my little cats and kittens. Uh, we just hit the recording time of 30 minutes. And it ended recording. So now it is back. Uh, I was just signing off, but I did want to... Mentioned that this is usually the part in the podcast where I'd ask you guys to do something. Um, and if you, in the comments, if there's anything, if you like me just, you know, ripping it, ripping it raw, I'm ripping it, you know, ripping a cash like this. Uh, I'll rip a cash like this. I'll rip a cash all day long. You guys know that about me at this stage. Um, but if there's anything you guys would like me to do, anything you'd like me to react to, uh, I can do whatever. Or if I'll just keep ripping it on stuff that happens to me during the week and you guys just like a calm voice to to listen to to get you through the week and hey listen to me everything's gonna be okay you just fucking keep going you're a rock star now I actually do want to start doing something it's called Pairs Track of the Week Pairs Track of the Week and it's just gonna be a little ode to whatever song I'm enjoying this week and then we're going to start it off with one I made reference to before which is the cover of Drake's 24 so give you a little taste for the outro thank you all for watching I really 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 appreciate it and I will see you guys in the next one Her pod out Never the right time to go, never the right time to go, never the right